0: welcome back everyone this is the everyday christian where we take a practical approach to studying the bible my name is vincent saramelli and you can find me on facebook instagram vincent saramelli or you can reach out to me via email it's everyday christian 917 at gmail.com just want to say thanks to all you listeners out there couldn't be doing this without you guys so i appreciate all your uh support feedback Today, we're going to be reading out of Mark chapter 13, and there's not a whole lot of subsections in this, so I'm actually going to be reading the whole chapter to you, and then I'm going to be focusing on the last couple of sections of the chapter. So, with that said, let's get started. As Jesus was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings? Replied Jesus. Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? Jesus said to them, Watch out out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places, and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. You must be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination that causes desolation standing where it does not belong, Let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down or enter the house to take anything out. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that this will not take place in winter, because those will be days of distress unequaled from the beginning, when God created the world, until now, and never to be equaled again. If the Lord had not cut short those days, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. At that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Messiah, or look, there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So be on your guard. I have told you everything ahead of time. But in those days, following that distress, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven nor the son but only the Father. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight or when the cruiser crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. So the reason I wanted to read the whole chapter first is this whole chapter is talking about the end of days and the and the second coming of Christ and that really prefaces the section I wanted to talk about which is 32 to 37 but wanted to just read the rest of it to highlight some of the signs that the end is coming and how Jesus is basically telling people don't worry about it those are necessary signs it means the ends coming and this is all supposed to happen But then going into the section I wanted to focus on, which is 32 to 37, let me go ahead and reread that here, because I thought that was something worth paying attention to. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned task and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back. Whether in the evening, or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone. Watch. So, what I what I notice about this, what I like about this is, it, Jesus is pointing out here, beyond just pointing out what the end times are going to look like, he's pointing out what, uh, Christians should be doing to prepare for that. He's saying that no one knows when he's going to return. Not even Jesus knows when he's going to return. Only the Father knows when he's going to when the end times are going to come and Jesus is going to return. So his message is prepare as if it could happen at any moment because no one knows the moment. What I take this to mean is since no one knows when Jesus will return, don't push off obedience until tomorrow. Don't procrastinate. We have a lot of us have built into us, myself included. The, uh, oh, I'll get to it later. Oh, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Oh, I intend to do it, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. So with your faith, with your relationship with God, with your prayers and your your studying, don't put it off till tomorrow because there may not be a tomorrow. Tomorrow might be judgment and you don't want the Father or Jesus to find you sleeping. So I need to take the time to listen to God in my day-to-day life and obey him. When he speaks, I need to obey I need to be listening though to speak sometimes it's real easy for me and i know everyone's like this you get caught up in your own world doing what you're doing that day make sure you take some time to set aside to listen and pray and be with god so that he can talk to you Um, a great example of this is we were just on a trip together and those of you who know me know i'm i'm pretty frugal when it comes to just about everything and so we're on a trip a lot of people serving us and So one woman in particular is she's on a contract, she's not going to get to see her five-year-old for a long time. And God was speaking to my wife and told her to be generous to her. And she was. Now, I was frugal. I was wrapped up in the whole, gosh, this trip is costing me a lot. I don't want to, I want to minimize my costs. But there's my wife listening to what God has to say. And God is telling her, be generous to this woman. And, you know, after the fact, of course, hindsight, I'm looking at it going, yeah, that was the right decision. But uh, it kind of hit me out of left field, but I'm, I'm so proud of my wife for just listening to that. So I need to take time in all situations to listen when, to what God's saying and then to obey him today. Don't obey him tomorrow. I heard, um, I think it was my pastor who said this, delayed obedience is still disobedience. So... Don't put off tomorrow you're studying. Don't put off tomorrow you're praying. Don't put off tomorrow talking to God. Do it today. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. Do small things here and there. Pray to God when you're in the car at a stoplight. Uh, take some time in the morning. You don't have to do a full study, but maybe just read a, read a line or two out of the Bible. So take take the time every day. Find some time every day to pray and be with God because you're preparing For that final time which could be any moment and then sort of my last takeaway for me is i need to live my life in obedience to god as if jesus is returning today not tomorrow and i need to be excited that jesus is returning and make sure that i am prepared for it what do i mean by that make sure you're prepared for it again make sure i'm not so wrapped up in my world that i can't hear him when he's talking to me all right so I'd like to wrap up with a prayer here Jesus thank you for this day thank you for your love keep me focused on you help me to hear you when you speak and give me the strength and courage to obey thank you for all you've blessed me with and thank you for this time in your name I pray amen Thanks for listening, everyone. Again, Everyday Christian, and I will talk to you all next time. Have a good night.